What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Uproar Conference podcast. This is episode two. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. I know we did. Um, make sure did. you get, yeah, some, some people, people did definitely not. did not. But um, this week we'll have a, a little, I think this is a lighter topic. It's okay. I think I think it's, it's right. okay. We actually thought of this like, what? Drive to Ohio. Drive to Ohio. Yeah. So what, what was it, Friday? Yeah. Friday afternoon. We thought of this. It was kind of like spontaneous a bit. So, yeah. So make sure you give this a like, a follow, share with a friend. And um, for our first bit of announcements, we have our upper internship, right? We do. Upper yeah. internship. That will soon. be, they, you can sign up right now on, is it sign ups live online? Yeah, signups are live online, right? Uh, in our Instagram bio, the Uproar Conference. Which you should be following. You Make sure you totally should be following, be following us on the Uproar Conference on Instagram. In our bio, there the link is there to sign up. Um, I think it's, what, 25 spots? 25 spots, that's it. 25 spots, that's, that's it. it. So it's first come, first serve. Um, I don't even know who, if, how many spots are left. But I'm excited about it. I'm excited too. This it's is going to be so good. This is the first time we've done this also. We had a planning meeting about it yesterday morning again. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, guys, it is going to be out of this world. I'm, I'm excited about it. I am too. Do me a favor though. Can you guys share this broadcast? I think this is going to be a game changer for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, because I like, if you don't know me, you know, like you, you wouldn't know that I love heart checks. Yeah. It's like sure. one of my favorite things, like, yo, where's your heart actually at? Mm -hmm. And this is one of those heart check days where you might be like, ooh, that hurts. Yeah. But, yeah. yo, come on, it only hurts because because it, it means we get to change to look more like Jesus. Yeah, I agree. And that's the goal. So do me, do me a favor. Share this. Invite a friend. Let them know what's up. Comment where you're watching from. Look, we love people. We want to know who's on with us. We want to talk to you. Um, so the goal of this is we're going to have a conversation together, but we want to include you as well. Yeah. So make sure you're talking, whether it be post, whether it be right here, right now. Yeah. Um, but let's get into this. What's up, yeah. Lauren? Um, and then as always, you can get the built book, yeah. but make sure you get into it. this. So today we are talking about seven things that expose your heart. Dang. Um, we came up with these, I, like like I said, we were driving to Ohio, Yeah. and we had just kind of gotten a, on a topic, on which was one of the points, the second point, and we're like, well, like, what are other things that really do expose your heart? What right, are other right, things right. that that people, you know, obtain within their life that show, you know, where their faith resides in God? So... Our first point, and I believe uh, our first point, which is this I think, one is so annoying. This one is, I think, crucial. This is huge, and you can really apply this to, I think, all of them, honestly. But the first one is abundance. It's true. We see once people get abundance of something, that exposes their heart. Either you know, yeah. whatever abundance they have, they're either you know giving it to God or they're you know they're keeping it for themselves. Yeah. And do me a favor. Take notes in the comments, so if Ooh. someone comes on late, they can still know what we already covered. So yeah. number one, abundance exposes your heart, mm -hmm. and like an abundance of money yeah. will expose your heart. People are like, well, if the if money is the root of all evil, then why do people want it? No, the love, love of money. money is the root of all evil, yeah. and, and and it's an abundance where we see people. Yeah will really get their heart exposed. Money doesn't change you. Money nope. exposes you. Exposes. And when you have an abundance of money, 
who you've always been ends up coming out. Yep. Buddy had a great example um, of the rich young ruler. You want to yeah. read that real quick? Yeah. So this is such a good example of how money exposes or abundance of money can expose what our heart, what's always been there. Mm -hmm. Just think, if you have no money, you're not going to actually accomplish anything. Yeah. Therefore, you're not going to treat poor people poorly. Mm -hmm. You're not. You can't really give to other people. You nope. can't be selfish with it. Like, nope. but when you got enough, yeah. It's easy to put it above everything else. Yep. So we see was the rich young ruler in Mark Mark chapter ten verses seventeen One of my through twenty seven. It says, As he was setting yep. out on a journey, a man ran up to him and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? That's good. And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not yeah, yeah. defraud, honor your mother and your father. And he said to him, teacher, I have kept all these things from my youth up. Looking at him, Jesus felt a love from him and said to him, one thing you lack, go and sell all your possesses and give to the poor and you will have treasures in heaven and come follow me. But at these words, he was saddened and he went away grieving for he was one who owned much property. So what we see is like, because he had much and was unwilling to mm -hmm. surrender the much, it yeah. exposes heart. It does. I think even his question, what must I do to inherit eternal life, mm -hmm. exposes heart. Because he didn't want Jesus, he just wanted eternity. No, yeah. And he was putting money in his abundance of finances mm -hmm. over his, his relationship. That mm -hmm. became his God. Yeah, Look, whatever we refuse to give to God is our God. It's true. It's 100%. It 100%, means true. we serve that more than we serve God. Yeah. And not only money, because I think like we beat that one. Everybody knows that one. Like you mm. can't serve, you can only serve God or Mammon pick. Yeah. Um. You, we serve God, but I I also think like an abundance of time, talents, gifts mm -hmm. expose who we are and what we do. Yeah. Think about it. Like someone with a lot of talent, man, they they often treat people poorly. Yeah. Or That's or they're true. very lazy. That's very because true. they're very talented and, and, and they become a, what the scripture would call a sluggard. They're, they're lazy. Yeah. And they don't accomplish anything because what was in their heart was they're a slug, yeah. even though they, they could limp by and still accomplish mm -hmm. great things. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a really good one. Time, an abundance of time. Yeah. Like, think about right now. We've had an abundance of time because because of coronavirus, because of lockdowns. Mm -hmm. Man, people ended school like two months early or something crazy yeah, like that. Ridiculous. Um, so we've had an abundance of time, mm -hmm. and most people, what was in their heart to do with their time, yeah. they they got exposed. E yeah, easily. Like we've had, you know, what's all this been going on for like six, six seven months, months now? now? Oh my god! Like it's six, seven months. So anyone who has said, you know, I, well, I don't have the time for it. Yep. We've had the most time. We've, pro I know, I can speak personally for myself. I've had the most time I've ever yeah. had in my twenty-one years of existence. It's been six wild. months of just you. Everything got canceled. Everything got shut down. Work, everything. all everything. Working, everything. <laughs> Working, table. everything. So it's Hold so there's set up. <laughs> what do you have to do? It's like you know you can't go out. You can't. Yeah. You're you're at home all the time. So it's like in those moments. You know, we can we will have this like a for um to be specific abundance of time. Yeah, is that now we can no longer hold the excuse? Well, I don't have time for God. One, we should you know it's never good an excuse to say, well, I don't have time for you, God, because you know we should be That's giving scary our story, first man. amounts of time that we have yeah. each day should be given directly to Him. Yeah, think about it. If 
we have what 24 hours so yeah. it's 240 minutes yeah to the lord yeah it would be a tithe yeah why not exactly exactly why not? but you know that exposes it in a sense because we could you know i think my math was off I th right. it probably is but <laughs> listen this isn't math class just no you you get it, you get it i almost failed math three times i failed math probably like every single time i'm not good at math but <laughs> but but it's it's easier for us to hide when you know all this wasn't going on and we had work yeah. and we had to you know we could be Super at church easy. and this and that so we could say well I just don't really have time right now blah 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 but now yep. we now we can't say that because it's like well you don't have work you don't got to go nowhere everything's closed this is closed this got canceled yeah. this got canceled what do you now you have all the time in the world what are you gonna do with it. And exposes like, are you gonna spend that time with the Lord? Are you gonna give that time to the Lord, or are you gonna keep it to yourself? It's true. And that's why, like, I love, you know, the the parable of the talents, in um, in Matthew twenty five, and I think one of the best sermons I heard by was uh, um, by Stephen Furtick. What was it called? Secure the bag. I think that was like oh, that was a great one. But what we see is that is in it, you know, what three people were given talents. And I think not. I think because I don't want to just say how it exposes hearts in a bad way, but it also exposes hearts in a good way because it's we've true. seen the one who the two who had abundance of talents it's had true. multiple ones. They were good stewards of it, and then they theirs got doubled. And then we've seen the one who only had one was scared and hid it, and then he got casted into outer darkness. That's it. It's true. So it's like abundance is either going to show like, are you just going to harbor and keep it to yourself? Or are you gonna say now I have abundance? I'm gonna you know give this to God. I'm gonna I'm not gonna hold this back from God. That's really good. I think the next one that is even like this is very very challenging too. Is I think that relationships expose oh, yeah. what was always in our heart. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and put number two relationships expose what's oh, yes. in our heart. Nile, I love you, bro. We love like, you. Oh, it's only 10 p.m. there. <laughs> um, but I love you, bro. But relationships expose what's been in our hearts. Yeah. Think about it. Like, a relationship shows what our true priorities are. Mm -hmm. Most of oh, the time, yeah. what I see in relationships, which, like, me and Buddy have been talking about it. It's like, yo, when you get a girlfriend. Because, look, eligible bachelor right here. Maybe you can't see him, but you can <laughs> hear him because you listen to the podcast. <laughs> eligible bachelor. Fine-looking young man with a great call of God on his life. Listen, we're, Good this, work is not ethic. A, this is not Send a, your applications <laughs> to me. I will field them, and I will oh, let you know. I, I did not but, know this was going to happen. This but, wasn't in the notes. But we've been talking about it's like your priorities shouldn't change as no. soon as you get into a relationship. No. And often when people, we, we've seen so many people, they'll get into a, a relationship, mm -hmm. and it's like, Oh, they forget about their small group, yep. they, they forget about their work, or they yep. forget about something because their priorities completely shift. Yep. Or they'll just forget about God somehow. Yeah. yeah. Um, because that person's now their God. Yeah. Or, or even what's crazier is is they'll start to have some like sexual misconduct. Mm -hmm. It's like, dang, so like lust has just secretly been hiding inside of your heart. Yeah. So I think relationships are an ultimate exposing season because you can't oh, yeah. really hide. Um a your priorities are exposed, but even with the other person, yeah. you can't hide anymore. Because yeah. that other person is going to see your quirks, they're going to see your, your flaws, they're going to see your weirdness, they're going to mm -hmm. see everything oh, yeah. about you. Buddy, we can get you a South African. Look, the only way Buddy's getting him a South African <laughs> is if she comes here. All right? We're, we're yeah. down with that. Then Listen. Pastor Jade could have a yeah. friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's so true. It's like 
relationships and what we really see is like especially amongst people in my generation my age is that i believe it, it really exposes our areas where we lack faith in god yeah it's because we've and especially as a generation we've idolized relationships so much where we brought it to a point where we believe like our only existence is to one day we can't we believe like our only existence is to one day be in a relationship to one day yeah be that's married. we believe we can't start to fulfill our true calling or true purpose until we yeah. meet that special being person. sick is not like or being single is not a sickness. it's not it's not, it's a, not a, a that's how we, we treat it we it's, treat it it's like like a thorn in the side or something yeah. like, or thorn it like pause i saw someone post like i got saved from singleness no like, bro you you missed the whole no shit, you, you missed it completely but we've we've put so much you know we've idolized relationships so much as we've hidden our 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 lacks where we lack faith in god is like We'll see is when someone will, they'll get in a relationship and they might not believe that they can get full and complete acceptance from yeah. from God. So they'll just find it in that person. They they don't believe they can get full and complete love from God. So they'll just find it in that person. Yeah, and it exposed that there there had always been that kind of question yep. mark mm-hmm. or that there wasn't a deep seated truth in their heart. Yet. Yeah, and that's that's a scary thing. So number one abundance exposes yeah. what's in our heart and i don't think abundance is bad no number two relationships and i don't think relationships are bad yeah number three fame Bane. i think exposes people's heart and yeah. we can probably all agree with this where we've seen people um even the statement of like well don't forget where you're from people yeah. say that all the time don't forget what you came from don't yeah. forget where you're from because we've seen so many people and put that in the notes guys mm-hmm. number three, three. Fame. fame is so many people get exposed when they reach a level of fame. Mm -hmm. And that's sad to me because I think, especially as a believer, if God accelerated you to a place of influence or fame, then it should be to bring him glory. Not so we lift ourselves up, not Mm -hmm. so it's, oh, look at me, look at me. Mm -hmm. And we've had a lot of Christian influencers hit that level of fame and get absolutely destroyed because of it. And man, I'd rather never have anybody know my name then then get exposed for having a a, a massive heart issue yep. inside of fame yep. like i yeah it's i think, terrifying and we we see all the time is like and i feel like fame if we, if we can even get specific is it is fame can easily expose if people have issues with pride it's oh, the yeah. moment you get casted into a spotlight and everyone's loving you and yeah. um, you know and you got tons of you know quote unquote fans or whatever followers is that now it it shows you are you humble enough to like you know stay rooted in like the lord and believe like i wouldn't be here on my own will like i'm only here because of god or are That's you going to get pride right for him like yeah it's all me and i begin i can do whatever i want and you know tear people down and this that and the third it's like we have to realize that and i i think we it, to be crucial is like i don't think fame is a bad thing no I don't, like i think fame i don't is, think any of these things on no. our list is a bad thing no they are they just they have the ability be. to expose us exactly which is terrifying exactly exactly so i so like fame is we just have to be um you have to be grounded in jesus you have obviously but also i think it's a, it's a character point. Yes. Because if your character can't keep you where your charisma, like old statement, if your character can't keep you where your charisma takes you, mm-hmm. then you're you're in for it. Yeah. Like, I think, I like to give this example when I teach on character in the school, is that character is, is like visiting the, uh, 
Uh, what's the really famous hotel? Super, like, world-famous hotel. World-famous hotel. Um, for their for their hospitality. Why did I just draw a blank? Someone help me online. I don't remember. But this world-famous <laughs> hotel, you guys will fill in the blank for me. This world-famous hotel mm. is like, you can visit or you could live in the penthouse. What's your choice? I yeah. want to live in the penthouse. Yeah, I want to live in the penthouse. <laughs> Charisma might get you to visit the penthouse. Yeah. But they realize you don't care about them. Ooh. You got a bad attitude. They don't like you being in their hotel. Guess no. what? You're booted. No. Check I would rather have the character that keeps me in the room than yeah. just visiting the room one time. Yeah. And you, I mean, we, you can even see it within, like, I think even sports, right? Oh, yeah. I think I, I, it's a quote. Uh, I think it went along the lines, like, talent can only bring you so far, but it's like only, like, character can sustain you or something. 100%. It's like... Talent, like people, we see tons of people who are so talented, and it gets them thrusted into the spotlight. Yeah. But they don't have any, you know, they're really their character isn't built up, and they have terrible egos and stuff like that. And they 100%. get, you know, that's why I think like if for for young ministers, it's mm -hmm. so important that we we make them work that out. Oh yeah, because because if not, you're giving someone. A, a massive like a megaphone oh yeah and they can't handle it mm -hmm. yet yeah and, and there's a moment and there's time where, where you develop people on the back end oh yeah because if, if you put someone up there underdeveloped mm -hmm. then it's going to destroy them and that, yeah. that's sad to me is people yeah. get destroyed because they get thrust early i think that's why i, I like I, at least i know me and cole were talking about this and we were kind of share, sharing this with like the younger guys and we, we would t like we always say like i think we're extremely grateful like when we were first came around, one of the major topics that we we're always taught was like character and servant leadership. Yeah. Before we were taught how to preach, before we were given a microphone, anything in that nature, 100%. put into anything, we we're con like constantly taught character and servant leadership. Yeah. So then we have had a foundation on that. So then when we started to you know get these opportunities and things like that, that that wasn't something where it's like our ego was instantly in inflated. Yeah. 100%. And the next one is leadership. Yeah. And I think this correlates really close to to fame because yeah. they both have a, a great deal of influence. influence. So number four, leadership. leadership. Misha, go ahead and throw that up there for me. Whoever else is watching, put it in the notes. We want to be able to have the notes for other people is, is leadership. And really leadership, you get exposed. Are you a servant leader or do you just want people oh, to yeah. serve you? Oh, yeah. And we that's know so that true. if you just want someone to serve you, you're not actually a leader. You're a dictator. No. Yeah. That's and really dictators just terrify people. Like, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine Kim Jong-un is actually loved by the North Koreans. No. They just have to love him or they're going to die. Yeah. Or <laughs> like, that's not. not the kind of leadership no. that the church is called to. Not at all. But leadership exposes what you really believe mm -hmm. about yourself, what you believe about other people. Mm -hmm. Leadership is a massive exposing moment oh, yeah. that we need to work out. In First Timothy chapter three, verse uh, six, it actually it actually deals with this. Um, and of course, I'm in Proverbs. Uh, verse verse six it says, and this is like qualifications for an overseer, and it's I, I like that it, it adds the why, yeah. and not a novice. Lest, being puffed up with pride, he fall into the same condemnation as the devil. Yeah. How interesting is it that that young leaders often get exposed because of pride? Like, oh, oh yeah. look at me! I'm so smart. I'm so good at leading. I know everything. And I mean, shut up! You, I, yeah. I'm only 29. I don't know everything. Trust me. I'm still a young leader. Yeah. I, I don't know. 
I got a lot to learn. Yeah. But leadership exposes you. Are you still willing to learn? Are you still mm-hmm. willing to listen? Are you yeah. willing to lead from the front of the pack? Are you Come trying to drive from the behind, from from the back? Yeah. Like, there's so many things that leadership will expose oh, us yeah. for. I think I, I I heard this and that was awesome. I, Mike Todd said this. I believe it was in in the interview he did with um Craig Rochelle, and yeah. he was like, when I first um took over, like when he took over, became head pastor, took over the church or whatever. He was obviously a younger dude, and a lot of the people that were working there were older than him, were there longer than him, whatever. And he he said, you know, one of the guys who he's super close to now was an older gentleman. You know, he worked at the church for a while. I don't think he worked there. I think he was, like, security or something. Okay. But he had a family, like an older guy, way older than him. I think he was like, he could have been my dad or something like that. And he was like, he, he sat, they sat down one of the time because he would, you know, sit with them and, the people and stuff like that, you know, go out to eat, create relationships with them, stuff like that. And he, he said, the guy sat with him, and he was like, listen, he was like, I don't know how well, like, I can pretty much, I don't know how well, well I can I heard like, this. listen this to good. you because, you know, because you're younger. Pretty much that's what he said. Yeah, you're basically my kid. Yeah, pretty much. And he, and what he said, and I was like, I, I think this is so important, and I believe that, especially as young leaders, people who are, who are, you know, especially I've received this from myself as someone being a young leader, coming to a position where a lot of the people I'll be leading are yeah. older than me. Yeah. He was like, listen, I don't have all the answers. He was like, I'm, you know, I'm not always going to be right. And he was like, but I want you to know that I'm always going to try my hardest. I'm always going to put my foot forward and I'm always going to work extremely hard. And he, and he pretty much, that, and that's what he said. He was like, I don't have all the answers. It's good. And that's what he said. He's like, I don't have, I'm, I'm not going to have all and I'm not yeah. always going to be right. And I feel like leaders feel like, and a lot of people feel like leadership is that you always have the answers and you're no. always right. Right. That's, no. It's not the case. Not that at all. You're not always going to be right and you're not always going to have the answers. And I believe like that's why it's so important as a leader is that, you know, the point of a team when around you is people are, are going to, you know, people are going to, um, where your where your weaknesses are, that's when their strengths are going to show. Yeah, you and that's the important staff team. Your, it's called staffing your weakness. Exactly. It's like you know, like if you say NBA basketball team is you know, if we you look at someone and they're a point guard and they come through and they you want people around your uh, around you that are on a team that all fill a, a spot. So yeah. that's why it's that's why we should look at as, as leadership as okay, you're the leader of this team. And people around you, they're going to have different skills and different talents. Yeah. And their talents should be highlighted within your weaknesses. I think it's really important, too, to ask the question, like, well, why do you want to be the leader? Yeah. Um, and if the answer is anything except for I want to, like, I don't think that we should strive to be a, a leader and get a title. No. Like, that, uh, uh, you can lead without a title. Like, oh, yeah. If you have to have a title to lead, then you're not oh, actually yeah. leading. It's true. You, you, like, uh, Title-driven leadership is not leadership at all. No, not at all. Servant leadership is the actual answer. because, And that's really like the only form of leadership that's effective. But when we serve our way into influence, yeah. then, then that's completely different. Mm-hmm. But when you just want to like, we're talking about seven things that expose your heart. Yeah. And this one, number four, leadership. If if you only want to be a leader with a title, you got to ask why. Yeah, is it because you're you're lacking confidence? Mm. Is it because you have pride? Yeah, is it because you want to be seen by everybody mm. else? Like, <laughs> why is it that you want a title it's so, so bad? I would actually encourage you: don't ever seek a title. No. Just serve your butt off. Yeah, 
and you'll far surpass everybody else in yeah. terms of leadership and an influence. Yeah. And then you're good. Like I got hired when I was 19 to serve <laughs> to lead the youth ministry here. You know what I did? I was running around the sanctuary, probably because I wasn't smart enough to figure out how to actually do things in advance, <laughs> getting things ready. But that showed people I actually cared. I yeah. actually had a desire to serve and make things work well. Yeah. So leadership exposes your heart. What's the next one? So the next one we see, and I, and I feel like this is very like a very controversial one, kind of. I feel like, and I feel like because it has a, a bad connotation to it. And so what we have for number five is anger. Right. Okay, okay. Anger exposes people's heart. Now, a lot of people f- feel like it's bad to be angry. I, and in a sense, I don't feel like it's bad to be angry. I feel like a lot of people, you know, I, there's times where I get angry. Bro, God got it, angry. Exactly. But it's our response to anger. Yeah. Right? Because I, I think I've heard this before. They're, they're like, if you ever want to know what someone thinks about you, get them mad. It's true. And I'm people like... say some wild things. I mean, it's true. That's how people really feel about you. But what we see, like I said, it's it's your response to anger. So what we see in Ephesians 4.26, it says, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. So yeah. he says, it says, be angry, but do not sin in your process of being angry. We see a lot of people, they get angry, then they'll yeah. go gossip. They, they get yep. angry, and then they want to hurt someone's out. feeling. They'll lash they'll out. Rip you they'll up. try to rip you apart. <laughs> they'll hit you with the, one of the scariest statements. Is, you know what? <laughs> you know it's about to be bad. Yeah. When someone says, you know what? Yeah. You know, it's about to be ugly. Yeah. Ugly. Yeah. That's so true. But being angry is not a sin. No. But, but it does expose us. It exposes our fortitude. Mm-hmm. Being angry exposes our, our discipline, our fortitude, mm-hmm. our self-control, oh, yeah. that fruit of the Spirit that's alive in our heart, mm-hmm. because it's okay to be angry, it's just not okay to sin. No. So anger actually exposes what's in our heart mm-hmm. by showing like, wow, they were angry, but they didn't go cuss everybody out. Yep. They were angry, but they didn't fall apart. They were angry, but... They, they remained in, in the peace of, of the Holy Spirit and the joy of the Lord, even though they're angry at this situation. Yeah. And when we can't, we can't walk in the, the fruit of the Spirit, even though we might be angry, yeah. then it exposes that we have some maturing to do. Yeah. There's a statement we have around here, and I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Um, look, y'all are dropping off on us on, on, on typing these notes out. But it's, it's maturity over emotions. Write that if you care about me. If you love me, write that in the comments. Maturity over emotions. Because yeah. so many people allow their emotions to run their life. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they don't choose maturity over the moment and the emotions that they're feeling right yeah. then and right there. Yeah. And it's, it's really sad, but it's exposing I to agree. what they're actually going through and, and, and the, the fortitude in their heart. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one. As we're about to wrap this up, I think it is is rejection. Yeah, man, how you handle rejection exposes what you really have in your heart. Mm-hmm. Because what, I think when we're at peace with Jesus, like man can reject me a million times, yeah. but as long as Jesus accepts me, I'm fine. Exactly. And uh, rejection's an interesting thing, right? Yeah. Like nobody likes to be rejected. No, no one does. No, I, by but, anybody. But I feel like uh, eject, I'm write this re- rejection. I'm gonna Rejection is, you know, a, a, literally a part of life. Everyone is gonna. Feel rejection you know you're not going to be accepted by everybody no and I mean especially being a Christian and if you're being a Christian and you're you're walking in what you know Jesus has asked us to do you're definitely going to be rejected definitely you're going, going to, to be, be rejected. rejected Jesus was rejected by his own people 
Look, if we're not getting rejected, I'm I'm scared about what we're actually. Oh yeah, doing. and but I mean that's why we see is like, with within this you know this new sense of Christianity that's trying to be built up coming in is where it's just at all encompassing, all accepting. You can do whatever you want, and you know, and it's Sorry. that's not that's not the case because people are scared to be rejected. Well, I don't want to. I I don't think I should share this because I'm rejected. So I'm just gonna be accepting that's good point. Of everyone. And that exposes our hearts because that shows that you don't, you know, that exposes our hearts is because there's like a, I, I, I think we like, we like to say it's like you've drawn that line in the sand is how yeah. far you'll go for Jesus. Yeah. I think the statement is like, if you never want to be rejected, just be a politician. Because mm -hmm. they just always say things that like flatter other people. Yep. That's like, flattering. Yeah. I'm not like, we shouldn't be scared of rejection. No. As long as Christ accepts and is okay with what we're doing, as long as he puts a stamp of approval on our life, yep. then rejection is no thing. No thing at all. Not at all. Not at all. Reject, our, our fear of rejection exposes our heart. Yeah. 100%. And then the last one, and then I got like a core verse that we should have started with. Honestly. Is loneliness. Loneliness. I, loneliness is, is huge. Because what we see, and um, I had shared this on, I think my Instagram of like a month, few months ago. Was like follow them. A lot of buddy. A lot of people. That's buddy. A lot of people. They um, they'll go against their convictions simply because they're lonely. It's so and true. we see it all the time is that people. I especially That's with so like single so people true. who get saved. They'll get saved and they'll be good and then they'll get lonely and then you know I, then it goes back to they want to be in a relationship, wanting to be you know have to do this, have to do that. You're lonely. You don't have no one to talk to. You're just sitting at home by yourself. Then you want to do something to feel acceptance yep. because you're being rejected. I think, yeah, loneliness is, is just huge. It's true. It's huge because, and once again, it exposes the heart because um, that when you feel a, I feel like when you feel a, a sense of loneliness, why do you feel a sense of loneliness? Because it's not, God isn't rejecting us. No, and God's right there. Exactly. Like, the psalmist said, Whither shall I go from your, your presence? And, and where shall I go from your spirit? And that word, presence, is is the word's pineum. Yeah. And it's really interesting because pineum means, like, right behind, right beside, and right in front in mm -hmm. space. And in time, it means the same thing. So, like... In space, it means God's one second, one millisecond behind us. He's right here in this moment, and he's right in front of us the next millisecond. Yeah. So it's interesting because God had never left us. Yeah. So why is it that we feel lonely? Is it because our loneliness isn't being drawn closer to Christ mm -hmm. um, and taking that time to develop ourselves oh, yeah. and our relationship with him? Oh, yeah. I think it's so exposing what we do in seasons of loneliness. Mm -hmm. Because you're right, a lot of people do abandon their convictions. Yeah. They, they feel, well, I'm not going to date until I have this in order. And then they feel lonely, lonely. so they go and they, they go get a girl. Yeah. Or, well, I'm not going to, I'm lonely and they, I'm not going to ever do this. And then they go and they fill their time with porn. Or they, yeah, that's so true. What, what do you do in times of loneliness? That's so true. And uh, really, I think this is so important. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20, uh, 18 not 18. I lied. <laughs> it's four. Oh, wow. I was looking at five. Sorry. 423. Um, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. Yeah. Or other versions say like this, above all else, protect your heart because out of it flow the issue of life. Proverbs chapter four, verse 23. Yeah. 
And I think it's so important because there's things that expose our heart. And maybe there was something on this list that exposes your heart. Yeah. And it's not an indictment. Like anytime there's conviction of God um, because of his word, it's not an indictment of like, well, you're definitely going to hell right this moment. Yeah. I think it's like if you feel that conviction, it's God saying, hey, here's your opportunity to create a change. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we probably all felt a gambit or had an opportunity to do these things during lockdown over the last six months, especially oh, yeah. loneliness, feeling rejected, anger, all these things. So it's an abundance of time. So the reality is like these are opportunities for us to grow in our relationship with Christ. Yeah. Um, and, and none of these things are like, well, you're bad and you're, you're the worst person ever and you're going straight to hell. That's not the conversation. No. The conversation is, hey, here's an opportunity to grow. Yeah. What's well, A heart check is an opportunity to grow. And I want to encourage you guys, here's your moment, here's your opportunity, here's your chance. Let's go to another level. Yeah. Let's not remain right where we are. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important thing, that we guard our hearts above all else because out of it flow the issues of life and everything we do in life. Yeah. Um, it, it is really centered on our heart, what we believe about ourselves, what we believe about the Lord, what we believe about His Word. Everything flows right from there. Yeah. And it's wildly important that we protect it. Yeah. Um, so if you have any questions about this, if you feel like we, we missed out on one, please let us know. Yeah. I'd love to have the conversation, add something. Yeah. Um, if you want prayer for anything, we would love to pray for you. Go ahead and message us on any platform. Uh, we'll get a hold of you. We'll, we'll respond. And uh, look, we, we love people, and we would love if you share this message with somebody else because yeah. we can only go as far as our heart issues. Yep. And once we start cleaning up these hard issues, God's going to bring us to the next level. And if you'd like to partner with us, Buddy's going to share with you how as I throw out this little giving graphic. So you can partner with us um, right now. You can either cash app us, which I feel like is one of the best and easiest ways to give, which is dollar sign uproar comp. Or you can text the word give with your desired amount to 607-304-3286. Or you can go to the uproar.org slash give, and you can give on our website. So I hope you guys enjoyed um, the podcast for today. Like I said, like we said, make sure you give it a share, a like, share this with a friend or family member. Make sure you text us to someone. Make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram at the Uproar Conference. Like our page on Facebook at the Uproar Conference. And subscribe on YouTube at the Uproar Conference. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Have a great day, guys.